0: Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. I passionately believe that we need to create and grow a sense of community between the innovators and real estate agents, and sharing our stories is a great way to do that. So the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible, and to explore the issues and challenges raised by the tech and how they can create amazing property experiences. Now my guest in this episode is Adrian Yong, the co-founder of Rentality, a very new Australian startup that's seeking to create a midterm rental market. So yes, we've all heard of Airbnb and stays and the short-term and holiday rental disruptors, but Rentality believes that there's space for something in between a holiday and a long-term lease. So let's dive right in. Adrian, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Carly. Thanks for having me.
0: My our pleasure. So look, let's, um, let's, let's go straight to it. What does rentality do? Give us your elevator pitch.
1: Sure thing. So our uh, elevator pitch is rentality is an online marketplace for affordable midterm or monthly home rentals. That's accommodation between one month to 11 months. We're essentially targeting the gap between short-term accommodation, Airbnb, Booking.com and long-term rentals, real estate agents such as REA or, or All Homes.
0: Right, so, so what are the pain points that you're solving? Why do we need a mid-term rental market?
1: Now, that's a great question. Why we need a mid-term rental market? Is because on the short-term space, we can see tourists have plenty of options with Airbnb and Booking.com. Long-term residents have plenty of options with real estate agents. But when it comes to people in the middle, these are blue-collar, white-collar, flying, fly-outs, international, interstate students, medical professionals or migrants, it is extremely difficult to find and secure and affordable temporary home rental. So rentality makes it possible for these individuals to virtually inspect, book, pay and just move in just like that.
0: So it includes a virtual inspection element as well, does it? That is correct. Yeah, okay. So how big is that as a market, especially somewhere as small as Australia?
1: So in Australia, according to Tourism Research Australia and the ABS, $11.9 billion was spent on accommodation between one month to 11 months, and that's in Australia in 2018. But when we look at the APAC region, according to World Bank data, that far exceeds $180 billion.
0: Right. So, so just to summarise, a midterm rental is not just a quick escape or just a week or two away on school holidays. It's time where you kind of are looking for somewhere that feels like a home, but you're only going to be there for a couple of weeks to a couple of months. So you don't want the hassle of a, a long-term lease and trying to furnish it or all of those problems, I guess. Yep.
1: correct. So it's for people in the transitionary market, mainly people who are subcontracted or got a project or even an intern or grad going there for a few months for a job, project, or in pursuit of one of their passions. So make it possible for someone to easily stay in a place that's fully furnished, utilities all set up, and you can stay there at an affordable rate and months at a time.
0: Right. So I guess so. we're talking sort of doctor's and nurses, because they often get sent on um, secondment to to different uh, medical institutions, don't they?
1: Correct. So specialists especially. So either when you begin your housemanship as a doctor after graduating, or when you're seeking a specialist role, you're forced to um, reposition in different hospitals for six months at a time. So even we work with the Australian Medical Association to help their doctors find temporary accommodation across Australia, urban and rural.
0: Oh, great. Okay. So We're not talking here about just student digs or um, like these are quite high quality tenants, I guess, that you'd be happy to have in a property shorter term.
1: That's correct. So based on the customers that we've already uh, processed through. So yes, about 82% of the customers we process are professionals. And these include doctors, software engineers, architectures, architects. And yep.
0: Wow. Okay, great. So are you a disruptor that's working with agents or are you working directly with uh, with property consumers or both?
1: So at the beginning, how we wanted to structure rentality was to build a standard of the property we rent out. So we initially contacted and partnered up with real estate agents, property developers and the new developers who built to rent. So these agents were interested in tapping to a new market from and wanted to be away from a saturated long-term market. And they also want to earn, earn a higher rental yield than long-term. So when we pose the option of a mid-term rental market where they get professional tenants and a higher rental yield than their longer term, they were happy to jump aboard.
0: Right. So can you give me an example of, uh, uh, say, a two-bedroom apartment in Sydney or Bondi or something, That how much would it rent for on the the uh, short-term holiday market versus how much it might rent out for on the longer normal property rental and then how much where rentality fits in in that gap.
1: Sure thing. So in terms of the pricing model it's a bit difficult to uh, in terms of the rates and stuff I guess the best way to indicate is by rental yield or how much more you can earn. So let's say a property in the CBD of Sydney on Airbnb, a homeowner or a real estate agent on average can earn a rental yield of around 8 to 9%. Mm-hmm. On the long-term market, that's around 4 to 5.8%. And yep. in the mid-term market, we're around the 7.8% rental yield. But when you count down the, when you count include all the expenditure, the cleaning fees and all that, we actually help our real estate agents earn a higher rental profit compared to a shorter term because they have to constantly clean up, uh, housekeeping and all that.
0: And that would put off a lot of, homeowners or property owners, I guess, from renting out their property while they're actually going to be away, you know, just the, the, the maintenance or the management that goes with, you know, changeover. That's correct. Is
1: and it? slightly Disruptive. So let's say you, you're going on a holiday for two, three months internationally and you want to rent your, your home literally for two, three months. On yeah. Airbnb, you probably get a guest that comes for a week or maybe a few days, but you can't rent out the whole time. With rentality, we make it possible where your real estate agent can now rent for that three months when you're gone and the real estate agent wouldn't even need to do much work. It's just find a tenant, look after the tenant's maintenance and whatsoever, and you get your whole rental for three months.
0: And so you're still protected under, say, under state laws that govern property management?
1: Yes, that's correct. So under the laws that we govern by, we are governed by the Residential Tenancy Act in every state. So we ensure that properties with a minimum of three months of rental require a residential tenancy agreement. And anything less than three months, it's a flexible option where the tenant can choose to go with an RTA or a flexible short-term rental agreement.
0: Right. And so how does this benefit, how does this benefit real estate agents or property managers as being able to offer this as a service?
1: Sure thanks. So real estate agents are now competing with one another to attract more customers and more um, homeowners, basically. but uh, When they pitch to their homeowners, I can get you a rental yield of around 5.2%. It's nothing special to the real estate agent next door. But when you're able to pitch, I can get you a rental yield of 7.8%, the tenant is now professional, and uh, you can earn more money. So that gets them more properties, and that gives us an opportunity to uh, provide more accommodation for the tenants who need it. So that's one plus. The second plus is that real estate agents never want to go into the short-term rental space. The reason being is because short-term rental space are quite disruptive where they do not have the manpower or time to constantly check in a new gas, check out a new gas, clean it up and stuff like that. They wanted a middle ground where they could just look after a guest coming in three times a year but earn a higher rental yield in long term.
0: Right. So I guess we see too when the market's down and we're just sort of coming out slowly now, I guess, from that period where properties maybe aren't selling or have been on the market for a long time, this could be another tool in the in the toolkit of agents as it, while you're waiting for the market to pick up that, well, why don't we put it on the rental market sort of midterm rather than, you know, long term so that you can act in a couple of months rather than a year if that's...
1: Yep. I'm glad you brought that up. So that problem um, surrounds property developers quite a bit, actually. Yes. Property developers who built quite a large substantial amount of properties who are unable to sell it, they like the option of renting it for a few months at a time. And when there's a high peak season of sale again, they try to sell it during that few months. And if they can't, they rent it back out. So it's an opportunity for them to earn a rental income to cover the interest of their loan, whilst not losing out on the sale. Whereas when you do that with short-term, um, generally, the, te- the guests that looks that stays in the short term will generally damage the property. Whereas in midterm, when you have medical professionals or sorry professionals, they will stay. They won't really stay in their home much of the time because they are working, and home is generally left dormant. So it's a great opportunity for them. And the second part to that is this is also popular with developers who built to rent. So developers who built to rent are now faced with the issue of competing with other long term property rates, but because their rates have to be predominantly higher. To please their investors, they are forced to charge at a higher rental rate, but yet they can't compete with the op- with the other options available. So when we pitched to the developers who built to rent the midterm rental market space, they got the rental yield they wanted, and they are not competing with the rates that they are unfavourable to.
0: The PropTech podcast is made possible by our very special sponsors, Smidge Wines. As we all know, the problems of the world can always be solved with good company and good wine. And for a truly great wine, check out Smidge Wines from the McLaren Vale in South Australia. Smidge Wines has been rated five red stars by the James Halliday Australian Wine Companion since 2017. So whether you love a big, bold Shiraz, a beautiful, well-rounded Cabernet Sauvignon, or a Montepulciano, a Tempranillo, or a Fiano, check out smidgewines.com, sold exclusively online and proud to be official wine of Australian PropTech. And so where are you guys in your startup journey? I hate the word journey, but where are you guys at the moment in terms of your development? How long have you been going for and, and how many uh, properties have you got mm-hmm. on, your, on, your, on, your, on your platform?
1: Yep. So we started Rentality about um, August last year, actually. And- oh, wow.
0: That's very new.
1: <laughs> yeah. August last year we built rentality for a bit and then we've gone to an accelerator that validated our business model, our process and helped us with our connections. And after the accelerator, we built our MVP and launched it in February 2019. So quite recently when we launched our MVP and from February to June, we've built it, we've tested it and we've made over half a million dollars in rental revenue. So we've processed quite a bit. And in terms of number of properties, well, the great thing about working with developers and real estate agents is that the minute you sign one up, we don't get 10 or 20, we get hundreds. So in rentality Live, so we, we, when we started, we sort of had properties in every state. So that was our mistake of going everywhere, but it was hard to manage the marketing and costs. So we decided to focus on three states after, Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra. And when we did that, so as of today, we have 200 live properties and access to 2,000. So meaning that when we rent out, let's say level one of room three, we get level two of room eight. We get an ongoing supply. When one property is booked out, we get another one. So uh, the great side is that we have an ongoing supply, so we're happy with that. And our main uh, focus right now is attracting more tenants and being uh, a brand that's more trustworthy to corporates and individuals looking for a temporary rental.
0: And so how are you looking to do that?
1: Yep. So at the the initial stage, we did a B2B approach. We approached relocation companies, travel management, subcontracting companies, HR, universities, TAVEs, quite a bit actually, and we actually built a partnership model with them. We built a referral system with them. And we've got tenants from businesses, essentially. Yep. And after that stage, we are now working with Google. So we're part of Google's Media Startup Accelerator, where we're one of four companies that got accepted per quarter. And they actually help us do a marketing campaign. So how the whole campaign works is that Google actually goes out and find companies, startups who can scale really well. And when they've heard about our platform, they went, actually, midterm rental is a highly looked after search term in the search engine, but there was no solution. And they actually told us that. And we were like, oh, okay. And they went, actually, would you like to be part of our accelerator? We don't take any equity. All we do is we take care of your marketing campaign and in return, you just pay the ads. And that's all, um, that's all we have to do. So they are technically like our marketing director. And the only cost to us is the ads, which we would have paid as well. So yeah. Google is yeah. now helping us find data with our competitors, with our close competitors, with which market uh, needs it, which market doesn't. And based on that, we create ads tailored to it.
0: Right. And so who are your competitors in this space?
1: So in Australia, we do not have any direct mid-term rental competitors. So as in a marketplace for mid-term home rentals, but globally we have two. So one in America called the Blue Grounds, which is around Series B or Series C, if I'm not mistaken. And there's another one called the Homelike in Europe, which is uh, going IPO this year. So these two companies are fairly new as well, about three four years old, and they've they've established a model when Airbnb was there, and they identified that there was a market and a need for midterm rentals, and platforms such as Airbnb stage just wasn't meant for midterm home rentals.
0: Wow. Okay. So so, what's the listing? What are they expecting the IPO to come in at?
1: Um, so on the news that I've read so far was that they're just talking about IPOs and getting prepped for it. They've not released any uh, numbers on how much they think per share will cost uh-huh. so that, and their valuation. So that's all still indeed. We're planning to go IPO, but no numbers are set yet.
0: Okay, cool. And so so do you, are you have any partnerships at the moment um, with any key agents
1: um, yeah, we, that you're working with? Yeah, we have quite a bit. So the established ones that we've already uh, have uh, connected with are Ironfish. So this is a property developer in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. And some uh, real estate agents such as Jam Realty, such as Make Comfy, such as we have quite a bit actually. So, But overall, yes, we have quite a bit of partners with our property side, yes.
0: And are you working with you and Morton from Morton's?
1: That is correct. We are also yeah. working with Errol Morton, yes. So yeah, okay, we had cool. a chat with Errol Morton recently and we're working with Morton Property Group in identifying how their rental property space will work in the midterm. So we've yeah. uh, we've just onboarded them and we're trying to test their properties in Sydney. Yes, that's correct.
0: Cool. And so at the moment you're covering Melbourne, Sydney and Canberra, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, okay. And so what are the challenges that you're facing right now um, as a startup? As a very new startup who's only 12 months old, <laughs> literally.
1: Actually, you're correct, yes. <laughs> so the main problem that we face right now is basically building the awareness and building the trust. So unlike other hardware or SaaS products uh, startups, we are a marketplace, an online marketplace, and our main goal is brand awareness and the network effects. So building that level of trust with users. For example, if you if you, heard, if you went online, you see Retailty, Midterm you go, is that a trustworthy website? Will my money be safe? Is that accommodation even real? So we have to build that a uh, level of trust with our new users and build that brand awareness. So that's our main challenge right now.
0: Right, and so how are you? How are you overcoming that?
1: Yep, and how we're overcoming that? Are quite a few strategies. So we're pitching in quite a few places, universities, um, pitch competitions or even um, attending some of um, the HR events from corporates to pitch about what Rentality does, how it can help ease the tension of transition, and also with Google. So Google, with Google itself, we've positioned our ads in key strategic areas where users feel comfortable with, and Google has as well advised us of what areas we should put blogs in, what areas we should also um, uh, put reviews on for areas of a midterm rental space.
0: Right. Okay. And so, and you're part of the Fishburners Accelerator?
1: No, we're not part of the Fishburners Accelerator. We were part of Slingshot Accelerator. So, we were part of the Slingshot Horizons Program 2018 Accelerator back in September. And we went through it, got investment for Artesian Ventures. And, yep, we are here today after that.
0: Okay, cool. And um, so, if anyone's looking, so, in, are you taking investors, or are you, or are you, where are you at in that stage?
1: Yeah. So, right now, we've already gone cash flow positive and we've covered all costs. So, it was a really great um, really great thing for us. So, at the start, we were looking for investment, but the minute we got money coming in and we didn't actually see it as a problem anymore, we were now looking for key strategic investors. So, we wanted investors who had uh, key connections in the pro- tech industry or the property industry, and we wanted um, key strategic investors within the corporate industry. So we wanted people with the right connections. So we weren't looking anymore for the money, but for the connections.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I'll name some people that we've already got on board, such as we have Chad Stevens, a founder of OneForm. So he liked the concept. He got the idea. He said, he said yep, put me on board as one of the angels. So that's an example.
0: Fantastic. And so if anyone's listening to the episode is interested to get in touch with you, we'll put your contact details as part of the show notes. But um, what does your ideal, um, what would your ideal reach out be? So my
1: my note for real estate agents are that if you wanted to know more about the midterm rental space and understand what kind of yields you can gain from it or the risks that exist, you can feel free to give me a shout out and ask, and I'll send you the numbers that you need to know about how much money you can ex- how much rental you can expect, what the vacancy rates are. And to um, to also any other prop tech people in the tech industry, you could also the the ask for the industry experts, are people in the right tech space who understand what a marketplace is. And we're also looking for mentors on understanding how to further scale in an online marketplace.
0: Fantastic. Okay. And so so. How big do you think the market could be in Australia, Adrian?
1: How I think it could be. So the data that I've already indicated from TRA was 11.8 billion in 2018. Yeah. So I'm a numbers kind of guy. So I just go straight with the forecast, what ABS shows or what TRA says. Yeah. So as of next year, they forecasted the growth to grow from 11.8 billion to 12.3 billion. So that's like billion dollar growth within a year. So it's it seems as if from the world data and from Australia's data that we're moving more into a transitionary marketplace, a market space, where more and more people are travelling for longer periods of time in pursuit of their passion or in pursuit of their jobs. And that's becoming a trend with millennials and so on.
0: Yeah, so I guess you're tying into that trend of the gig economy too, aren't you, where people are kind of going to do their shtick and then coming coming home to the family. Correct. Yeah, and I guess it ties into this idea that if you're a professional, you don't necessarily want to go to all the expense and trauma of of renting a property long-term to be away from home from, for a short period of time because that's not where your heart is. Your heart is back, back home usually, but you want something comfortable and and not a squat.
1: <laughs> uh, that is correct. <laughs> yep. So again, imagine yourself, someone from US, and you're working in a consulting company and you literally got a job in Australia, Sydney, and the first thing in your mind would be, all right, I need a place to stay, and then you do not want to fly in, do the inspections, apply, and just wait, and you might or might not get it. And the mm-hmm. worst part about Australia's rental system is that you need a rental reference, you need an income statement, and even if, let's say, your rental reference is from US, they go, I'm sorry, we only accept rental references in Australia, and that just makes it a lot more harder for professionals with a steady income, with a real home at home in the US. But when it comes to a different country, you go, what really is it that hard to find a place for a few months?
0: So the people that you really want to attract to are very low risk, um, good tenant, but you know, good tenants are actually the ones that are, find it the most difficult to rent.
1: To yeah. be exact, we <laughs> weren't really looking to attract these professionals. They just right. came on board. Yeah. Our main target market was initially working holiday visa holders who really yeah. wanted yeah. it. And then what we realised was that professionals with a higher income uh, actually looked at it as an even bigger problem to them.
0: So so what's the commission that you that agents get paid the, or the property managers get paid on a midterm rental? Yep. So or is that up to the agent?
1: That is actually up to the agent. So what we provide to the to real estate agents is a platform where they earn a higher rental yield and we tell them how much. And what we tend to see is that real estate agents amp up their service fee uh to their property owners because of the higher income that they can earn from their for their homeowners. So it's a it's a sort of a variable rate from real estate to real estate some charges more some just don't make any change
0: right wow okay and and so no more 15 minute um inspections you can do all of that online (laughs) because that's correct so (laughs) it's (laughs) astonished me that you get get yeah exactly let's just pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors as a real estate agent, you know you need to be doing more content marketing, but creating posts for social media, creating videos and reports is hard work, lots of hard work, and it takes time. But that's why you need Home Prezo. If you're a typical agent posting one or two social media posts a week, HomePrezo can save you between 75 to 100 hours a year. How many more properties would you sell with at that time back? And Prezo can help you create engaging, informative videos about how the property market in your local suburb is performing. Plus, it makes creating suburb reports, rental videos for landlords and social media infographic an absolute piece of cake. If you can type in a suburb or type an address, you can create a Prezo using Home Prezo in just a few minutes. Listeners to the PropTech podcast receive a 14-day free trial. Now, that's twice as long as the normal free trial. So go to homepreso.com.au and click the sign up button and use the code PROPTECH to get your extended free trial or click the link in our show notes. And you said before, though, that you need to, um, that you do follow kind of state based law around um, the property, property rental and, you know, leases and all of that sort of stuff. So how does that work around the statement of income or the rental statement? Yep.
1: So in terms of, so the property space market for rental right now is a bit of in a disruption where banks and legislation are trying to work their heads around that short-term rental space as well. So everyone has always looked at rent as in a long-term rent where you earn rent and income from a long-term perspective. But now new laws are being in place for the short-term rentals perspective because of Airbnb, Stades, Booking.com. And in terms to your question, for short-term rentals, if in Australia... There's a new law called the vacancy tax, not really new, was imposed last year, where a certain percentage of your household will be charged as a tax if you rent out your property less than six months. And that affects short-term home rentals or short-term homeowners who rent out short-term. And for the long-term rental space, there is no tax that exists for that. And in terms of GST, uh, so you'll charge half the GST if you rent long-term, but your GST is the same 30% when you rent short-term. So on our platform, we help homeowners save on GSD by 50%. We help them uh, we protect them from being penalised by the vacancy tax. And it's in the state of Victoria, where there is something called the short-term rental regulations or short-term rental tax, we help homeowners save about an average of 1.85% of their household value in tax if they rent in mid-term compared to short-term.
0: And so what's your vacancy rate like on the site or... Is that difficult to calculate? Because you've got access to so many properties. In
1: that's terms great. of the vacancy rate, in the urban region, we our vacancy rate is around eighty-eight. Sorry, our occupancy rate is around eighty-seven to eighty-eight mm-hmm. percent, and in the rural regions, that's around seventy-two to seventy-eight percent. Right. Yep. So that's the number. So it's fairly high. high. So in terms of occupancy, rate, it's fairly higher than short-term, but not as high as long-term, which is what's supposed to be. On average, in the urban area, it's around two weeks. In the rural area, it could take up to three to four weeks.
0: And so what, um, so now just tell me a little bit about the rentality team, Adrian. It's you and your co-founder.
1: Yep, so um, my co my CEO, Joey Wong, my mm-hmm. CTO, Rushil Agarwal. So all of us come from a um, professional experience. So Joey was originally a lawyer and um, she she her expertise come within the property rental laws. And then we've got Rushil, who's a CTO who's done previous previous startups and sold it. And he has eight years in system architecture. And I come from a finance and business development um, perspective, where I call companies who are in need of it, sell the idea and partner up with them and get them on board.
0: Fantastic. Okay fantastic so we'll have your details as part of the show notes if anyone has been listening and for those people who have been listening and are curious to to get in touch with you you are taking more properties on board and you obviously are able to find properties for people who might be coming to um sydney melbourne or canberra uh for the midterm and looking to to find some to find some accommodation um what what are, you, what are you reading at the moment, um, Adrian? What's, your, what's um, inspiring you? What's
1: inspiring me? Um, so, I'm actually reading a book called The Intelligent Investor. And uh-huh. what inspires me is the, train, the way I should change my train of thought of how I should not just focus my whole life on one thing, but have a diversified portfolio of different things. And I put that train of thought into mentality. So, how to better improve mentality with different aspects of how to improve different things rather than just going down one narrow pathway. I look across different uh, ranges of areas. Fantastic. So basically having an open mind, which what entre- entrepreneurs should have.
0: Right. Fantastic. So what we'll do is we'll get the uh, link or we'll get the name of the author of that book and um, and we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Um, Adrian Young, thank you so much for your time. It's been great talking to you.
1: Thank you, Kylie. It was thank a pleasure. You.
0: Thanks. Thanks. So that was Adrian Yong, the co-founder of an exciting and a very new startup, Rentality, which is looking to create the whole new market of midterm rentals. I just love the thinking behind Rentality. It solves so many pain points from professional tenants who find the current long-term rental system both inflexible and punitive, especially if they're from overseas, um, to landlords because it's giving them more options and more ways to rent out their properties to earn higher yields from trustworthy tenants. and um, yet still enjoy the protection that the traditional rental system offers. And of course, I really love it for the new opportunities rentality offers us as real estate agents. It's giving us a whole new category of property management, and it gives developers an opportunity to move off the plan apartments or who need a midterm fix before they decide to sell or rent out longer term. So check out Rentality. We've included information on how to reach them in our show notes at kyliecdavis.com.au forward slash proptech podcast. Um, and now if you've enjoyed uh, this episode of the Prop Tech Podcast, we would love you to tell your friends. Please drop me a line or even write a review. So I'd like to thank my audio support, Charlie Hollands, and our sponsors Smidge Wines, official wine of the PropTech community, and Home Prezzo, creating content from your data. Thanks everyone. Until next week, keep on PropTeching.